0: He's got the unbridled, unearned confidence of a renaissance man. Hello and welcome back everybody to That Pretentious Book Club, your favorite book club. I like it. it. That was the whole episode. Your favorite
1: (laughs) book club. Okay, see you guys next week.
0: (laughs) Just popping in to just a reminder for everyone to just uh, dispense the propaganda. (laughs) Well, anyways, that over there is your host, Kendall Shaw,
1: aka Dr. Spoons Palermo. Hi, howdy. And over there, you're hearing the sultry sounds of uh, (laughs) Asha of Rourke, but you can call her Wheezy. It ain't easy being wheezy. <laughs> I was, tr-
0: <laughs> I was trying to match my voice. You said I was sultry. I know, did I, I do good? It.
1: Yeah, that was really good. Did I do? I did it good. Thank you. You did it good. Yeah. Well, hey everybody, if you don't want to hear us rattle on, skip. Use the skip notes in your. Uh, what use the Episode skip notes in description. the description yeah. to skip ahead to hear us discuss a Midsummer Night's Dream by William by Shakespeare. Billy Shakes. By our boy Billy His Shakes. His
0: best one. <laughs> Billy Shakes, which I learned from Spoons, and I say exclusively now, like everything that I say that's like marginally entertaining, I feel like I just get it from you.
1: Oh, I didn't I know take it, it. <laughs> that I was the one who started saying Billy Shakes. I don't know where, 100%. I think my dad says that.
0: I could see your dad saying that. Yeah. <laughs> your dad would be like the most fun English teacher.
1: I know, right? He should come back on the yeah. pod. I feel like we- Oh, he
0: should come back on the pod. We did a
1: really good episode with, with Mice and Men, I thought.
0: Yeah, that was good. I think a lot of people liked that one, too. We should definitely have him back for another classic.
1: Yeah, I'll ask him what he wants to do. He is very well read. He reads all the time, which is funny because like he reads way more now than he did when he was an English teacher, for sure.
0: Well, that sounds about right, because it's work when you have to do it for work.
1: That, that's true.
0: <laughs> oh, well, anyways, how was your week then?
1: It's been over, right? Guess what? I got sunburned for the third time this summer. Wow. And it's bad. Not as bad as the other times, but this time it was on my shins, which is a weird, terrible place to be sunburned. And also once again, on my poor right boob, my right boob keeps getting sunburned more than my other boob because that boob is bigger. So like it gapes more on the fabric. So there's more boob to get burned.
0: Yep. 100% any guys listening are like this happens yeah yeah this is is what it's like (laughs) I know it's true that's funny but why why the shins how did your shins get sunburned Uh, because
1: I was tubing so like my Uh, legs are all propped up so my whole back is completely untouched but my front got a little toasty
0: I should have known because when you get a shin burn, it is from tubing. I should have immediately been like, shin burn? She was tubing. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: It It was a good time, though.
0: I got an actual burn burn from we were lighting like firecrackers and stuff for Fourth of July and like the little like puck that you like use to like light stuff, uh-huh. whatever or whatever. Haha, <laughs> puck and I know, I was extreme,
1: about to say funny. something and then I was Anyways, like, don't ruin it, I, <laughs> But you did it.
0: I burned myself. I ruined it because I wanted to bring it up. No, no, but no. But no. I burned myself. And it's every time I try and show somebody over like a camera, it looks like it's not in the dead oh! center of my wrist because of how I'm twisting my arm, but it is. It's the dead center of my wrist.
1: Oh my God. Um,
0: and this is like four or five days later, obviously, but it was like a whole like burn straight down through my skin and it like blistered and it was disgusting. Ew. And like it was I mean, it's tiny, but burns hurt. And this is definitely the worst burn I've ever had because I burned a straight like I soldered a hole in my wrist.
1: Oh it looks like an alien implant. That's crazy.
0: I know. I mean, it's like dead center of my wrist, so it's kind of cool because it looks like an alien implant because of the placement. <laughs> yeah, I I'm was hoping that it scars.
1: Of, I, this is sacrilegious, but the first thing I s- thought when I, you showed it to me was, "Okay, it's giving crucifixion."
0: <laughs> ah. Oh, it's what's it called? The yeah, yeah what's it called? I forgot. Yeah. The name for that occurrence, I forget. Kind of like that, but not, and just one side. And I'm going to go with alien yeah. plants, so if alien it's is what I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah. Um, like do you want to hear some fun animal updates? Yes. Okay, well, first of all, I gave all of the pets their flea medicine today, and Flora got wise to it, because I want them all to be on the same schedule. Flora got wise to it right when it was her turn, so then I spent like an hour looking for her to give her her damn flea medicine. Oh my god. Which was just obnoxious. Lord. And also, I got a call at 7 a.m. this morning from the post office telling me I could go pick up my chicks because they arrived. Oh. So. Yeah, so I rushed out there before work to the post office and the post office here is like in this super old building from like the 1800s and it's so little and I still can't find the front of the building and there's like two parking spaces. (laughs) So I like parked like in like the Main Street downtown area by the other old buildings, walked to the back of the post office because I can't find the front and I accidentally opened the door like into the back where like the employees were and I was like, hello, I know this is not the right door. I was told to come to the back, but I'll be honest, I'm here because I can't find the front door. I was just going to go in the front door anyways. (laughs) (laughs) And so then she was like, oh, here, you can go around the back. And they have this, like, really old doorbell if you go around, like, the correct back door. And I rang it, and she's like, oh, yeah, come on this way. And so I followed this, like, super cool, super butch girl over to where there's, like, stacks of live chicks that had just arrived that morning. And she gave me my little box. And off I went, and they're so cute what? and so tiny.
1: I love that little kid So how many do you have yeah, now? So if you come
0: out, uh, well, we had ten this morning, and now we have nine oh. uh, chicks. One of them died, oh. and considering that they're all they were all eating, eating and drinking this morning, and there's no like water spillage, and it's definitely been plenty warm. I think probably she was sick, and there's two chickens that were really that were smaller than all the other chicks, and so I thought. I thought maybe it was just, like, a breed thing because it's it's a mix of breeds. Uh And so, but maybe they were, maybe she was just sick, actually. So that was really sad. But what else is new here? But so now total we have 17 chickens. Oh, my God. Which is exciting. Yes, because this is people, I keep seeing, like, jokes about, like, chicken math. If you guys are on, like, farm talk at all. I don't know if it's actually
1: called farm talk. It should be.
0: I call it farm talk. Chicken talk. But... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I chicken talk. I'm sure that's a thing too. People are do all these like, here's how chicken math works. Let me explain it to you. And then they basically, basically explain like, well, I got this many chickens and then this thing happened to these chickens. So I had to replace them. But so then I replaced them with like more chickens than I got in the first place. And so every time I've heard like someone on Farm Talk talking about chicken math, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like you just wanted more chickens. <laughs> but here I am like three of our, no, two of our chickens got got. Of our big chickens by the snake a while ago and so we were like well eight chickens and one of them's a rooster so seven hens really isn't enough like laying hens we wanted more than that so we were like okay we got to replace them but the feed stores only have like they've been like really limited on their variety and so we're like well we could order some to the post office and then because that's what a lot of people do and but then they only they only can come in batches of 10 so i was like so I guess we're getting 10 chicks and I was like now I understand chicken math. Chicken math. math. <laughs> this is like how an it happens. It's so long.
1: So many chicks.
0: chicken math is exponential 100%. <laughs> I also feel like it's just like farm math like you get one animal then you're like well it needs a friend. Like we got Brown and we were like we need another dog though. And then Raul just found us and what we were going to do turn him away. So Anyway, so yeah, so that I gave, we now have
1: Raul. I want to meet him so we bad. We have
0: Raul. He will love to meet you. He's the friendliest, sweetest boy, and he also got his flea meds today. So <laughs> they all got dosed. So come out. I promise you. All right. Get fleas.
1: Yay. Well, that's what was keeping me away. So, you know.
0: I know. It was the number one concern. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't be doing with the fleas.
0: <laughs> well, what did, uh, what did you do for the fourth?
1: Well, I just kind of hung out with my family because Samuel, uh, my brother, was um leaving again soon to be left on Tuesday kind of chilling out I made everybody watch Stand By Me um because Samuel had never seen it <laughs> so I finally got to re-watch it I've been wanting to rewatch be it nice. for like a long 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 time but
0: is that yeah, a Keanu so- movie or
1: no it's a River Phoenix movie and then also oh. Will Wheaton is in it and Kiefer Sutherland it's a great film okay, so you should watch picks. it yeah it's a classic (laughs) yeah we'll see (laughs) it's yeah you never want to watch movies but it's so good
0: no I'll watch it with you I like to watch movies with people I just almost never watch them by myself it just feels like a lot of a lot of time but then again I did watch the last half of volume four of Stranger Things in a day so like I could just watch a movie and spend way less time but okay Stranger Stranger Things you guys is so good
1: (laughs) dude it (laughs) was was so good it was I was so, so tripped crazy. out
0: because I had um, I had asked Javi what like if this was gonna be the last season and he said yes, but I think he I guess he thought that I meant like the last volume of season or the last half of season four or whatever. And yeah. so then when we get we got to the end of it, I was like, <laughs> "Wait, there's they left like wait no, there's more that could be resolved here. Like, is that wait?" Is like, this series not going to continue? Yeah, and he was like, of course it's going to continue. And I was like, I feel like we just discussed this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you lied to me! <laughs> lied. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Apparently they're going to start writing season five in, like, August, so... It's basically in 2024. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, like, um, freaking out. I don't want it to be so long, but I'm also like, I don't want it to be over. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. This is off topic, but I feel like you'll appreciate it. Javi texted me just now. He said, so how much you worth baby girl? I don't know what that means. First of all, (laughs) what are we talking about? Like how much am I worth like in goats? How much am I worth like, (laughs) like dowry? I'm going to be honest
1: with you. I don't know what that means either.
0: Is like how randomly? much are my services worth like more than you can afford so i'm just curious <laughs> and then he said okay he says i got all the monies now and i'm like I maybe mean, because he was on like he's on orders right now i don't and then he sent me a picture he has a handful of sand dollars <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's oh, hilarious. That's
0: funny. all of the monies I will take them all. He's in Cali right now. He got there and he's like, it was like 65 degrees. And I was like, Uh, I'm going to murder you. Because it's 100 degrees right now. Right?
1: (laughs) I know. After being in New Mexico, I'm like, wait a minute. There's a better way.
0: <laughs> There's a better way to live. I, oh, it's it's to the point where, like, I planted my pumpkins, so you'll be happy about Yay. that. And I got to plant my sunflowers because I envision, I think you and I should, because we've talked for a little while about having, like, a TPBC, like, kind of like a photo shoot. So we have some, like, professional pod photos. I uh-huh. think we should take some books out to the pumpkin patch, and the sunflower ring and planting is right behind the pumpkin patch. And I think we should just take pictures out there, like in October. Uh,
1: absolutely, absolutely, we should. Hundred
0: percent. Oh my god, we could set up like a cute little like picnic blanket with like a little tea party and take pictures <gasps> there too. Anyway, bring my I have tea
1: set. Oh my god.
0: Perfect. Oh my god, your tea set is perfect for this. Okay, my so tea it's set gonna is very wonderful. photogenic. It is photogenic. It's beautiful. Um, But anyway, so I have been like, I had to get the seeds in the ground now so that the pumpkins will be ready in October. And so I went out there in the morning before work and it was so hot. I was maybe out there for 15 minutes and there was sweat. (laughs) But pouring. If you guys listen to the scripturing society, you're like, we just heard the story. Nope. That was the day before. It's been so hot that literally 15 minutes outside, any kind of gentle manual labor and like literal beads of sweat rolling down every inch of oh, my body. Oh, yeah. Like there was like dripping down my face. It was so, this was early morning. I was like, this is freaking <laughs> insane. What is- and so then I was like looking up when I was supposed to plant my fall harvest and they're like, we know it sounds awful, but really the middle of August. And I was like, <laughs> No!
1: you're like uh i guess it
0: won't have a fall harvest yeah i'm like i guess we're not eating because i'm not doing it.
1: no way no, i
0: have to do it but it's gonna be awful yeah. i need to like if i had like a big like spotlight thing honestly i would just go out there in the dead of night because, yeah like, I don't know that's actually else a good cool idea enough.
1: i mean right? you have to have a big light though um yeah yeah but also the bugs. But I got distracted because some guy just walked past my window with Little Caesars pizza, and I'm like, ooh, pizza. Ugh. But I've been trying to eat healthier.
0: I gotta Same. get back on my game. Th- me too. I'm trying. Did I tell you what what husband did to me this weekend? Oh my god, uh, I'll kill I didn't him. I didn't talk to you. No, what he did. Yeah, you should kill him. No, no, <laughs> this is worthy of of him being killed. It's 100. percent This okay. is death penalty. What we're discussing ooh, right now. Okay. So. I woke up, tried on a pair of my shorts that used to be like my big shorts. <gasps> I'm gonna kill it. And them. they almost didn't button. Oh no, yeah, you just wait. It gets it gets worse, but not in the way you probably imagine. Okay. I couldn't button my shorts. I'm crushed. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, these are some of my favorite shorts. And then also I'm like, there's just, there's so many things that come up to this, which is like, wow, okay, I've gained more weight than I thought. Now I can't wear these shorts that I like. Am I going to have to buy new shorts? Oh no. Now I have to try and eat healthy and work out more. I don't have time to work out more. I don't like healthy food. Like all of these things flood (laughs) me the second I couldn't get the freaking button buttons. Right, right. And so then I told Javi, I was like, oh my God, this is so disappointing. I just like, I can't fit into my shorts anymore. I have stopped weighing myself because I was getting kind of, like, obsessive about it, and I don't think it was healthy, Mm -hmm. but I've always gone by how my clothes fit because I've had the same clothes for years, and so I'm like, if I can still fit in my clothes comfortably, I feel like I'm fine. Like, I probably go up a a few pounds and down a few pounds, like, all the time, but it's more about, like, how I feel and how I can wear my clothes, and so I was just upset about that, and I was telling him, like, I'm so sad, I'm going to have to, like really get on the ball again and like work out more and like try and eat more consciously i've just been kind of eating whatever i want it's been awesome but <laughs> it's been great is, it's been delightful but now i don't fit in my shorts so now i can't do that anymore i'm gonna have to like get back on track for oh, a while disgusting. at least it's the worst but anyways so i've told him this and then like four or five hours later he comes back he was out running errands he comes back He brought me a dozen donuts. He bought me a whole for just myself. He got a dozen donuts for himself, and he bought an entire dozen glazed Krispy Kreme donuts for me. And I was like, Did you hear nothing I said this morning? (laughs) And thank you for the donuts. I will be eating them because I can't control them into
1: another room (laughs) angrily.
0: I so the problem is like like French fr- donuts are like the French fries of the dessert world for me. I love donuts. They might be my favorite dessert ever. I think they are. I have always been obsessed with donuts, so good. and especially just just plain glazed donuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, all donuts, but just plain glazed is where it's at. And he knows that, and he did it to me on purpose. <laughs> and I was so upset. Like he could have <laughs> brought me like a donut, and I'd have been like super over the moon, and didn't need a donut. So I probably ate like four donuts in two days which super threw me off. And then we have people over. And so my mom was like, what if we turn it into like bread pudding? And I was like, oh, my God, yes, because then we'll just share the donut, lip bread pudding Ooh. donuts with everyone. And it was actually so good. That sounds good. I still ate some of it. So I still probably like probably ate, like six donuts total.
1: Well, you know, could have yeah. been worse. You could have eaten worse. all of them in one day.
0: <laughs> and I I might have if my shorts if I hadn't just tried on my shorts and they hadn't fit but it was very distressing so that's why he should die.
1: How's your mama? But I love him. Is she there? Um,
0: she, right now she's I think she's getting her nails done right now or she's doing like a, a work like team building thing right now but uh yeah she's moved in and everything. Yay! So that's good. All of her stuff fits so nicely in the room that I painted oh, like the wall. Oh right you like, told me that. Yeah, you'll have to see when you come out because you're going to, I feel like, be in love with it. It's very, like, cottagey, her room. And I picked the colors I picked for the house because they're very, like, kind of cottage feeling. Mm -hmm. But the yellow I picked, I was like, oh, no, when the light is on, I guess I'd only ever looked at the paint sample, like, in natural light. And when the light's on, it looks more bright yellow, which is not what I wanted. And with the light off, it's, like, this really nice kind of buttercup Mm -hmm. yellow. And -hmm. yellow can make walls look old when they're, like, brighter. So I was trying not to do that. And so I was really scared about that. And then my mom put all of her stuff in there and like everything she owns went perfectly with the wall color. Like it looks like it was meant to be. So I'm happy about that. And I think she likes it. She was stressed about moving in with us, but like living out in the country is just, I think it's offset the stress that she would have gained by living with us. Yeah, if she's
1: stressed out, she can go walk outside and it's big. (laughs)
0: Exactly. So now, now, now her bane of existence is Winnie. Winnie gets mud everywhere. He, he drools, so, and then he plants his little face, like, in the mud or in the sand. So when he gets up, he has a beard. He has a saliva mud beard. (laughs) And yes and he loves to like go up and like nose you and if you're wearing a dress he does the most of not he shoves his face up the back of your dress no and he won't stop doing it it's infuriating so you will have mud like literally like on your butt or on your thighs <laughs> oh, like wherever no. he can get to you Maybe. it's disgusting Yes. And he drools all over Brownie. So Brownie's been in heaven because my mom lets her sleep on the bed with her sometimes. (laughs) And Brownie's the ultimate snuggler. Like she just loves to snuggle and she's so good at snuggling. But when she plays with Winnie, Winnie's way of playing is that he like pretend gnaws on her. From her tail to the tip of her nose. And so she comes in at night after her, like, I let them, like, have, like, playtime before bed. Then I let her in and she's soaking wet from tip of her nose to the tip of her tail from his drool.
1: Gross. And so then
0: I'm like, you're disgusting. And I just bathed you. And now no one's going to want to snuggle with you. <laughs> I don't want to. She, she's like, yeah, had fun. <laughs>
1: Doesn't get it Yeah, at and all. then
0: she's like, now you want to snuggle? Can I have a kiss? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Absolutely not,
1: you nasty now. thing
0: exactly exactly anyways that's all my animal stories are you a woman podcaster looking to take your show to the next level if the answer is yes then you need to come to she podcasts live this october you'll be able to learn from some of the best female podcasters in the world and get insider tips on how to make your podcast even better whether you're a beginner or a pro this event is for you not only will you be able to learn tons of new information, but you'll also be able to network with other amazing podcasters. Podcasting is one of the most popular ways to consume content, and the industry is only going to continue to grow. If you want to get in on the action, visit She Podcast Live in Washington, D.C. from October 11th to 14th, 2022 at the MGM National Harbor. Go to shepodcastlive.com to get $50 off your ticket with the code PBC. And one more time, because this is such a cool event and I really want you guys to check it out. That is ShePodcastsLive.com with the code PBC to get $50 off your ticket. Do we want to talk about the book? Yes. Uh, usually, you guys, we would talk about the author. And, oh, that's right. It's a play. I keep thinking book, too. Uh, But it's actually a play, and I'm not going to tell you guys about William Shakespeare because I don't want to. Just kidding. It's because we already (laughs) did Shakespeare, and so when we've already done an author, we don't redo the bio every time. If you guys want to hear Shakespeare's bio, it was pretty in-depth. I think we did it for our Hamlet episode in season one, which was a while ago now. But you guys can go listen to that if you want the bio. So other than that, Spoons has to give us the summary of A Midsummer Night's Dream, which is great because... It is so, I spent like 10 minutes before this being like, wait, Kendall, which one is which? Because I get the, I get Hermia and Helena mixed up so badly. And then I was like, and then I got it wrong. I trained myself before getting online today. So I would know which one is which and I trained myself the wrong way. So I'm going to do my (laughs) best, but I'll probably mess up.
1: (laughs) It's okay. I don't, I, I agree with you. I don't know why our boy Billy Shakes decided to do that with the names they are very similar. They're both three syllables and an A and start with H. Like, what?
0: Yes. Why would they, Why would he do that? Specifically to screw me over he did it hundreds for of you. years later. Yeah. He was like, yeah.
1: okay, this will really mess her up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially if her husband brings her a dozen donuts.
1: <laughs> I was thinking, though, and I was like, hernia is such a pretty name. But then I was like, oh, it sounds a lot like hernia.
0: <laughs> you ruined it. Like, oh God, it so would fast. have been
1: so pretty if it didn't sound like that. Yeah.
0: Oh, well. <laughs> I didn't think about that at all. I was thinking like Hermes, and I was like, Hermia is oh, like the girly version girl of Hermes. hermes. Yeah, mm. but you said hernia, so you've ruined it.
1: <laughs> we are in Athens. Basically, Hermia, not hernia, is desperately in love with. Lysander which might be my favorite name in the whole thing obsessed with that Lysander's
0: name. good it's yeah. so
1: good and so Hermione and Lysander are super in love but her dad her stupid ass dad is like being all terrible and he's like no you have to marry who I want you to marry and that's Demetrius mm-hmm. and Demetrius is like this other random guy that they know who, for yeah. some reason, the dad has decided he likes better than Lysander, <laughs> and Lysander is like, I literally don't get why. I am just as rich as him, just as well regarded. Like, there's no reason. Yep. And her- hernia's <laughs> hernia is <laughs> stupid. Hernia the worst. is stupid, Dad. I didn't even do it on purpose that time. Okay, hernia, me-, <laughs> me. Now that I have it in my head, it like coming out. Then, uh theseus is like the duke slash king guy of athens and so he's wait it is theseus at the beginning right
0: theseus yeah he's the one getting married right
1: yeah he is yeah they're, they're okay. all getting it married is theseus. I mean. yeah sorry <laughs> i was like i don't know why so i second guess myself but um so basically theseus is like in charge of everything and he is like no oh, all right well you do have to listen to what your dad says because he's your dad and you have no rights And Hermia's like, well, that's stupid. (laughs) And so basically they're like, okay, Hermia, either uh, you marry Demetrius in uh, this certain amount of days, you give us your answer. It's either marry Demetrius or like, go be a nun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, okay, great. (laughs) So then after that whole disastrous meeting, Hermia and Lysander are like, hey, let's run away and we'll go get married <laughs> ourselves. And, Liza and I have an aunt who lives, you know, a ways away. And we can go stay with her. And it'll be sick yeah. and awesome. And we'll get married that way. And Hermia's like, okay, sick. And so they decide to do that. And um while they're deciding that, Helena shows up. Helena mm-hmm. being Hermia's like BFF. And Helena is desperately in love with this guy named with Demetrius, Demetrius. who we've already met yep. but Demetrius so Demetrius and Helena it's implied that Demetrius and Helena used to date but then he mm-hmm. decided he didn't like her anymore and now he's all about Hermia which is kind of a dick yep. move
0: a super dick move <laughs> like they're besties that is such a dick move. I know
1: and Hermia's like I don't even like him like and she has her whole thing about like Helena's like I just don't understand why I'm like so nice to him and I love him desperately and you're the worst to him because you don't like him and he still likes you better yeah. and I'm like I think Ain't you've that nailed it way. like that's kind of why <laughs> like, no that's her. the
0: thing <laughs> that's
1: the whole thing <laughs> that, that's definitely like what gets him going they tell Helena about their plan because she's their buddy and she's like awesome you guys go do that I'm so happy for you and as soon as they leave she is like Okay, so I'm gonna go tell Demetrius about their plan. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah, I'm in love with Demetrius, and I'm like, this is a plan to me. I don't understand why she. I kind of get why she came to this conclusion, but I'm also like, there seems to be equal number, if not more, reasons why you shouldn't tell Demetrius. Because I feel yes. like if he, if she doesn't tell Demetrius, then uh oh, they're gone, and then who else is he gonna date? Hermia is not there. Oh, he has to yeah. date her. But her brain yeah. did not go to that. So No. It
0: went to like I'll ingratiate myself with him by telling him where his great love went. And then yeah. maybe he'll love me.
1: Yeah, it's which just, is uh a little
0: convoluted.
1: He's not uh I don't think he's thinking that clearly. No. Yeah, so off to the woods, hermia and Lysander, and then Helena tells Demetrius. But Uh, Then we also have, in the woods, we have all our fairy characters because, yes, this is a fae book, you guys.
0: Yeah, the fae.
1: So, basically, what's going on here is that Oberon and Titania are the king and queen of the fairies, and they're having an argument because Titania has just taken in this, like, little mortal boy um, Mm -hmm. from her friend who is, like, an Indian princess or something, And so the little boy, she's like kind of taking him in and like his, she, he's her little ward now. But Oberon wants the little boy. He's like, yes, this will be my new henchman. (laughs) And Titania's (laughs) like, how about no? And so they're arguing over this little baby. Um, And Oberon's uh, BFF slash current hench person is named Puck. And uh, yeah. Oh, Puck. Oh, Puck. Uh, sometimes they call him Robin, but uh, he's yes. kind of the instigator of all the drama. So I guess Oberon yes, is, is actually Puck yeah. is like proxy. Anyway, yes. they're they're a little mischievous duo. They really are. They are. And... They're just like, what if <laughs> they... we
0: just screw over everyone because I didn't because I didn't get what I wanted. I do. <laughs> but I kind of <laughs> anyway. It um, was funny. It was definitely funny. It's
1: yeah this is a funny play
0: it is it's almost like it's a comedy or something
1: oh my god like wait a minute (laughs) okay have you ever read the merchant of venice that shit is Mm -hmm. like technically a comedy it is not funny
0: (laughs) that is not it shouldn't be i didn't know it was supposed to be technically a comedy the merchant of venice is horrifying
1: it's like how much can we make it the worst drama you've ever seen but i think it's only a comedy because everyone like, gets married at Was the end. Was racist? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway.
0: Oh, Enough about Merchant of yeah, Venice. This is, right. <laughs> this is about my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it also has to be, Everyone's like, my least favorite. favorite
1: play. So, also, our other set of characters is- are the mechanicals. The, um, the- They're a troupe. A play... They're like an acting troupe.
0: They're like an amateur. They're like your <laughs> local community theater group, <laughs> yeah. but worse. Significantly yeah. worse. <laughs> With like, like, like a dollar budget. They're a bunch of like, like a one dollar budget. Grown
1: up theater kids who are not self-aware. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and are not actually very good at theater no. or any part of theater. No. No. But
1: you know what? They're having fun.
0: <laughs> They're having a great time. I was just like, you want to have a great time in front of uh, the like king and queen or whatever with your... Like at the royal wedding. They're like preparing a play that they want to perform at like the royal wedding or whatever. And I'm like, you really feel confident enough about your production yeah. that that's what you want to do with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you guys surely have been booed off the stage before. I don't understand how you guys are still so Confident,
0: and so, so <laughs> they're so confident. They're just—they're complete. Really they really are idiots. They're so—they're the comedic relief in a comedy. Like somehow they're still the comedic relief.
1: Oh uh, yeah, it's very much. Um, this is the same type of characters as like uh, in Much Ado About Nothing. Um, the police guys. It's like the same yeah. thing. <laughs> Shakespeare yeah. loves yes. to do it. <laughs> yeah. So the leader of the troop is named Bottom. <laughs> and yeah. he is iconic. Um, he is I iconic. love him <laughs> so. Uh, he uh, so the troupe is getting ready for their play because they're gonna do it at Theseus and Hippolyta's wedding. Theseus is getting married to Hippolyta. But back to the lovers, Hermia and Lysander are like walking around. There's like this scene where she's like. They're all like, yay, we're going into the woods. And she's like, okay, it's time to go to sleep. He's like, hey, ready to get frisky. Yeah. And she's like, uh, pass. And so, <laughs> yeah, it was good. So he's like, he's like oh, like, yeah, that's so. <laughs> totally what I was thinking. Uh, I also thought uh-huh. that I was totally not trying to hit on you. But, um, so a bear, so chilling good. out. And then also Helena. Has followed Demetrius into the woods at this point, and yeah, Demetrius is like, I, "I gotta find Hermia," and I, I know, and Helena is just tagging along, and he's like, "Stop following me!" Oh my god! <laughs> he's Like, <laughs> why won't you love me, bitch?
0: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And he's like, think- "I'm gonna, I'm gonna straight kick you if you don't leave me alone." And I'm like, "Bro," but he's I get like, it. I've had enough. <laughs> I don't know, These I'm people like, do not seem like, suited for each other at all.
1: <laughs> I don't know; they're both a little insane. Maybe <laughs> something. They are. There. They're a the little but... obsessive.
0: I mean, he's following. He's oh, following uh, the Hermia or whatever, and Helena's following him.
1: Yeah, could be. I just want to know like what it was like when they dated before. I want. I am very curious
0: because yeah. I feel like, like did they both have third wheel energy then too because right now they're like two third wheels
1: <laughs> they no, could just become
0: fun. a bicycle and be happy but no they're both like I would rather be the third wheel
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love being unloved <laughs> <laughs> oh god Hermione <laughs> and Lysander are totally unbothered they're like whatever um, yeah. but yes so basically uh, while they're arguing Puck and Oberon are Um, In, like, the woods there, too. And they overhear what's going on. And Oberon is like, yo, okay, you know that sweet love potion thing that we have? And Puck's like, word. And so Oberon's like, we need to fix these guys up. (laughs) Oh, no, Puck's not even there because he doesn't remember. He doesn't know. Anyway, Oberon tells them about them, I think. And so he's like, okay, you need to go put the love potion on... The guy wearing Athenian clothing out in the woods. And Puck mm-hmm. is like, okay, awesome. Do I do anything for you, King. <laughs> so he speaks. Yeah. He's the... like, no further instructions needed. <laughs> I got you. Don't even worry about it. I'm Puck. And so <laughs> he's got the stuff. And uh, mistakenly, uh oh, shenanigans, <laughs> he first runs into Lysander and Hermia. And so he's like, oh, a guy in Athenian clothing, awesome, job done. So he enchants (laughs) Lysander instead. And so then when Lysander wakes up, who is coming through the clearing? But Helena, because she's lost Demetrius. Mm -hmm. And so Lysander sees Helena, which is the first uh, person he sees upon waking, and that's how it works, Mm -hmm. whoever you see after you wake up. And so now he's Mm -hmm. desperately in love with Helena. And uh, so Helena is like, kind of thinks that he's being mean to her like pulling a joke on her because she's obviously in love with Demetrius and Demetrius doesn't love her and she's like bro what the hell I thought we were buddies and Lysander is like I literally don't care at all about Hermia I'm all about Helena now I'm a Helena girl wait I'm a Helena guy (laughs) 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 no you had it right the first time (laughs) and so um (laughs) so he like ends up following Helena out of the clearing and Helena doesn't know Hermia's there and so then Hermia wakes up and is all alone and she's had a bad dream that like a snake was gonna eat her and Lysander was like haha I hope that snake does eat you bitch and so then she wakes up and she's like oh my god this is the worst thing ever where is my boyfriend and so then she's wandering Uh around the woods looking for her bs Mm -hmm. and so they're all you know all sorts of places and then we get back to um, our boys in the acting troupe. And um, <laughs> basically...
0: I don't want to claim them as our boys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. So, they... <laughs> so basically, Oberon has already shared his plan with Puck, which is that he wants to use the potion on Hippolyta. The- I mean, not DePaul sounds like a fairy name, so I always get them confused. He wants to use yeah. the potion on Titania, Titania. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, he's trying to embarrass her because he's so mad at her. So basically... Is well, such
0: like a petty like married couple type prank to Paul. Like he's just like, I'm gonna be petty.
1: <laughs> he's so like fine. I, if you don't get do what I want, I'm just gonna be mean about it. And so yeah. he plants so puck is like looking he's like kind of observing the acting troupe trying to get their stuff together and he's like wow these guys suck but he um changes... it <laughs> oh this is so bad Basically, so bad. Bottom, bottom gets transformed uh it's uh-huh. and so his head is a donkey's head Just and head. um <laughs> they make a lot of ass jokes. That's uh, yeah, good. <laughs> Shakespeare was for the people, you guys. <laughs> so, God, he really, really was. So, bunch of ass jokes. Uh, Bottom is a hideous, weird monster guy now. And so everybody is like, yeah. what the hell? And they hightail it out of there. And oh, Apollo- God. Oh, Scott, I keep saying Paul. Titania gets uh, <laughs> magicked by Puck. And she ends up seeing Bottom when she wakes up and falls desperately in love with Bottom, who is a donkey guy now, which is absolutely unhinged. (sighs) Like what was Shakespeare on?
0: i I have no idea it is so good she spends like the next second she got she gets all of her like servants to like wait on him and bottom is just like well this is the best day of my life and she's like you are so beautiful with your soft long ears and she's just like he's the most beautiful creature my eyes have ever beheld and you were like how is this happening how is this allowed to happen it feels like it should be
1: illegal it is so funny though like it, oh, okay overham so right good. it is kind of funny like
0: <laughs> <laughs> no it was listen overon's ideas i was like listen he has good ideas <laughs> Like the execution no. does not turn no. yeah I <laughs> but the haywire. idea the intent was the intent was understandable i feel like both <laughs> times he was just like make the athenian fall in love with the girl who's in love with him he's just being a prick yeah. and i was Honestly, like yeah he was- okay that makes
1: sense yeah, he was honestly trying to help out, like... <laughs> so yeah,
0: like, not... exactly. And he just I thought mean, it'd be the... a funny joke with Titania. And guess what? He was right. It was funny.
1: <laughs> and, uh, no notes. Very funny. <laughs>
0: so... No notes. Uh, so oh,
1: that's god, going that's so on. Funny. Oberon's like, this is the most lit thing I've ever seen. like <laughs> so it's like, oh my god, this is crazy.
0: <laughs> I know, and um... Bottom was just like, I have no idea what's going on, but, like... <laughs> I don't want it to stop. Oh, like yeah. he's
1: just—he's vibing, dude. <laughs> he's vibing so hard the he's... whole time. He's got the donkey head. <laughs> he really doesn't question anything that much. He's like, "Oh, sure. Why no. wouldn't the queen of the fairies be in love with me?" Um, <laughs> even yeah. if I didn't have a donkey head, I would still be like, "Oh, she's way out of my league," you know. But yeah, no, exactly. he doesn't even Knock really bottom. worry
0: <laughs> He's got the unbridled, unearned confidence of a Renaissance man. <laughs>
1: Like, yes, this is my birthright. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. So then this is when Demetrius comes. for some Somehow Puck and Oberon see Demetrius. Oberon's like, oh, there's the guy. And Puck is like, wait, that's not the guy I used the magic That's potion not the guy. <laughs> and Oberon's like, oh, dang it. <laughs> so then they realize they've messed everything up. And this is when uh, the four get back together. Um, mm-hmm. They, like, run into each other the four lovers do and they realize everything is messed up and so both Lysander and Demetrius are in love with Helena now which is the opposite Mm -hmm. of how we started so Helena thinks they're just being super mean to her and making fun of her and Hermia is like literally what the hell is going on (laughs) and so yeah at first they're both like girl what is happening and they're like I don't even know and Hermia's like hey don't be so mean to her you guys like this is not funny yeah
0: she's like trying to defend her I know yeah she's like that's my friend stop being mean but then was like yeah thanks Hermia and then yeah, no, and then, like, what is it? Lysander goes, no, I hate her. I don't even want to look it, at Hermia anymore. Like, I hate, I would rather her die. And you're like, bro.
1: Like, really mean about it. I'm like, what the hell? He's being really mean. Yeah. it's so, yeah, things start to turn a little nasty. <laughs> and so then we they're do. all having a big fight. And <laughs> Helena is, like, going at Hermia, and um, well, Hermia's her like finally like, short.
0: yeah, Hermia's oh. like, well, actually, you know what? Maybe, maybe you did betray me, Helena. Like, have you been trying to, like, entice these men yes. away from me this whole time? <laughs> and so, Helena's like, WTF, Hermia, of course I wouldn't do that to you. And they get in, like, this, the most hysterical cat fight that's ever been written. They are and
1: going at it.
0: They are. And Helena's really short, and we know this because Hernia's all of short. the insults. Hermia is short. Did I get it wrong again? Yeah. I did. Hermia is really short, and so all of the insults that Helen is like throwing at her are about how how short she is. She calls her an acorn. <laughs> you be it you acorn. So <laughs> so
1: I am to be up with that line.
0: <laughs> it is so funny to me. I it's so. If we got in a fight, you could say that to me. It would be <laughs> funny.
1: <laughs> Though she be but little, she is fierce. you beat you acorn (laughs) you beat you acorn and so then yeah everything is going bad I'm sure it must have been so fun to watch though like to see all of them go at it yeah
0: (laughs) they're all like girl fight girl fight
1: (laughs) and I'm like what the hell because also Lysander and Demetrius were like I hate you at the beginning because you know Demetrius was trying to get with Lysander's GF And now yeah. they're like, kind of fighting, but also a little bit like, bro, yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> like
0: yeah. I also bro, like. Bro, you seen now. Helena? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, she's hot. Yeah, Helena's so foxy. And so then, foxy. Um, yeah, everything goes to shit, and so basically, then they all kind of. I think this is when they they fall asleep again. Because mm-hmm. later um,
0: Oberon's like fix it
1: yeah <laughs> so Bug is like oh whoops <laughs> so he basically yeah he fixes it so he magics yeah. the right people and when they wake up Lysander's back in love with Hermia Demetrius is in love with Helena which is interesting uh-huh. because it's actually ha- Demetrius is the only one who stays magicked really so it's yes, kind of like what are the ethics of this interesting but what are the
0: oh the ethics are horrible (laughs) of all of this and everything shakespeare's ever written the ethics are not why we
1: read shakespeare well not everything but yeah this is like i just wonder what he's trying to say about it because i almost feel like we kind of got into this in one of my classes about like what does this mean about what he thinks about like love like because I feel like a lot of the times it's sort of like, you know, in like a Romeo and Juliet way where they're like meet and then they're instantly in love. And it's like almost like a mm-hmm. fate thing. Like love is just a yeah. thing that happens and it's fate. And then in this instance, though, everything gets really convoluted and it's almost like uh-huh. we had to trick Demetrius into doing the thing that we wanted so that it would be a comedy at the end. It's very interesting to me. But um,
0: interesting. I feel like this might be one of those instances where, like, sometimes, like, when an author says the sky is blue, it's just because the sky is blue. I feel like maybe Shakespeare was just like, that'd be funny. I'm just going to leave it I like mean, that. I mean, he's it right. Will have it be happy ending. <laughs> I know. I don't know if he was trying to say anything by that, but I don't know. I'm not Shakespeare's number one fan, so maybe I just don't get him.
1: Well, I think there might be something, but I don't know. It's hard to. Everything you can read your own way, you know?
0: Yeah. It does feel like an ethical question, though, that he remains magic. And part of me is like, Yay, Helena's loved. And I'm like, Is it genuine, though? Because he wouldn't love her yeah. he under a spell.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, maybe I'd feel worse about it if he hadn't already liked her before and wasn't being a yeah. dick the whole book. Like, if he, yeah. if he was a nicer guy, maybe I'd feel like, Oh, we shouldn't do that. But I'm like, Nah, yeah. you were just ruining everything anyway. Um, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
1: I don't condone well, it, but I can
0: appreciate yeah.
1: it. <laughs> and you know, fairies are going to be fairies; they're just mischievous. So, yes, they are. Yeah. So everything's fixed, and then Oberon's like, "All right, you need to fix Bottom too." So Puck fixed fixes Bottom, <laughs> and so then yep. um, Titania is not in love with him anymore. He she gets unmagicked as well. Um, and so while everything is like the dust is settling here who shows up in the woods but Theseus the Duke of Athens uh-huh. and so he's yep. like what's up guys and they're like oh my god hey uh, this yeah. is weird oh they've <laughs> also so... been
0: magic to think that everything that happened in the forest was a dream so oh, they have yes. no memory of fighting or being in love with the wrong person so they they, they thought it was just a dream when they
1: wake up Yeah, a midsummer yeah. night's dream whoa uh-huh. Ooh. and so <laughs> they're like oh that was so weird anyway I guess we're in the woods. Yeah, Yeah, what a weird group dream we had. Moving on. (laughs) Why are we all hanging out? Okay, whatever. So Theseus shows up and also like Hermia's dad is there, I think. And um, Mm -hmm. they're like, hey, it's the day you're supposed to decide. Anyway, Demetrius ends up being like, yeah, um, I'm not actually in love with Hermia anymore. I'm all about Helena now. So we can just kind of drop the whole... Us, me and Hermia getting married thing. and the, yeah. he's like okay well this works out hey you guys want to come <laughs> to my wedding so.
0: yeah he's like hey want to have a triple wedding and they're like yeah bro totes let's do it this is sick
1: so they all go back to Athens yay we're so having fun mm-hmm. and we're all BFFs now also our our uh well I guess we don't want to claim them but our the, the acting boys. <laughs> They find out that their play is, like, a finalist, I guess, to, like, get in to, for the wedding. And what so are they competing after... against here? <laughs> after the wedding. We kind of cut to, like, the play. So after that, the wedding and stuff, Theseus is like, hey, let's have a play so we can, you know, hang out and that'll be fun to have a play. And so the guy is giving them the options for, like, the entertainment and they're like... Somebody goes, oh, yeah, those guys are horrible. Let's do that. So they all know going in that this is going to be a terrible play. But they're like, it's like, it's almost like when we watch a movie that's bad on purpose so that we can Uh make fun of it.
0: (laughs) That's what they're doing. 100%. That's exactly what they're doing. 100%. (laughs) The
1: play goes on and it's so bad but it's like they they did funny things like have a person represent moonlight because there has to be moonlight in the scene otherwise they can't see each other of course and then yeah um,
0: and a wall a person has to be a wall
1: (laughs) yeah and and they they do that thing where they like explain everything before they do it yeah so there's no confusion and also they were really yes. worried that the ladies were going to be upset about there being like a deaf and also a lion. And so they feel like they oh have to explain gosh. everything. <laughs> it
0: not- is so funny. I will say I've seen this played in multiple different interpretations of A Midsummer Night's Dream like on the stage. And this is almost always my favorite scene for no other reason And it. it is. <laughs> it's so bad. I, I love so much when great actors act like bad actors for because it's yeah. like in context. <laughs> And it is so funny. And it's impossible not to laugh at how awful this scene is. It's so delightfully horrible. It's
1: it's hilarious. I know. And yeah. I feel like as from a narrative standpoint, I was thinking about it. And I was like, it's kind of weird that we have like the whole resolution of the play. And then also there's this other play within a play tacked on to the end kind of. But yeah. then I was thinking about it and I was like, no, nah, Shakespeare knew what he's doing. He was like, we're going to end with yeah. the big laughs.
0: <laughs>, laughs. He was saving them all up.
1: Yeah. Also, we had the guys doing a play. So we had to have the payoff. I get where it went. Yeah. What he was doing. Yeah. So the play goes terribly. And the play is just kind of like doing the play and then he cares, like making remarks about the play while it's happening which is funny they're like mst 3 king the play and so <laughs> uh yeah so then that's over and they're like yay good job everybody i mean not really but we enjoyed it so then all the lovers go to have sexy times and yes, they do And then we get a little like epilogue stuff from like Oberon and Puck. Puck
0: Robin. Yeah, Yeah. Puck
1: is like doing his little uh, epilogue, and that's the end of the play. Yeah!
0: Hooray! Hooray! Definitely the most enjoyable of Shakespeare's plays, in my opinion.
1: I really, really love it. I think this is the fifth time I've read it. It makes me so happy, and it's also like I feel like if you haven't read any Shakespeare before and but you want to you should read this one cuz it's not hard to understand really and it's yeah. funny and the stakes are extremely low.
0: It's <laughs> so enjoyable. There's almost because no the stakes, stakes at so... all. Actually. I know. I maybe that's also part of why I enjoy it. I'm like, I am not one bit stressed no. about the outcome of this play.
1: Literally anything this could is happen. I'm going be like, all right. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's straight. It's straight fluff, and I am so okay with it. Yeah. I have no problem with that at all.
1: I love. It's so good. The humor. I love the aesthetic. Amazing aesthetic. Because it's almost like. Creepy fairy, but not really. It's more just like how the woods is kind of weird, you know. It's like ooh, yeah. we're weird fairies, but like that's yeah, like fun. ooh, we're
0: magical and mischievous, but fun instead of evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just we're kind of just pranksters. We're not like yeah, you know, killing people and stealing
1: babies. We're so. more like we're for fun, you know. And I, even at the yeah. end, <laughs> hip- uh,
0: I'm like the fun fairy. Yeah,
1: we're exactly. not like I'm like a cool. We're fairy. the cool fairies. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <Good>. Titan- <laughs> Titania and uh Oberon even like bless Athens at the end they like do a mm-hmm. big like yay we're all chill everybody's chill and we're all gonna have sexy times and like because uh-huh. they're all looking out for everybody it's very interesting yeah. very nice fairies honestly compared to like most they lore are.
0: Hundred percent. This play is a little bit all over the place, but I enjoyed that too. I feel like it was kind of like I feel like Shakespeare had like a really wild night, and he had a bunch of ideas, <laughs> and he was like, "What can I do with all of these ideas? How could I possibly combine them into one play?" And he did the damn he thing. He did it. He definitely did. <laughs> it's a fun. Well, time. what was your um, favorite and least favorite part?
1: I don't even know if I have a least favorite part, like because the whole thing is so low stakes. But I guess it's a little bit like, oh, dang it. Whenever Lysander is like, oh, I'm in love with Helena now and just leaves Hermia in the woods. (laughs) That was pretty sad. (laughs) That was that was definitely sad. Yeah. My favorite part is I just like all the weird fairy descriptions, like when blossom and Mustard Seed and everybody are like saying weird fairy stuff. And I love Uh Puck's weird fairy monologues. I like all the weird fairy stuff. I
0: enjoy his, too. I do love all the fairy stuff as well. I think my least favorite part was when Hermia and Helena turned against each other. Oh, yeah. I was like, yo, you guys, no, your friendship has to survive this. Like, just assume something (laughs) weird happened. Like, you're in the woods. Weird shit happens in the woods, okay? Move on. Come on, Don't hate each other. (laughs) Come on, be better. Um, Yeah, that is... Anyways, that... It just made me sad. That was the part I was stressed about. Every time I watch it, I'm always like, no, friends,
1: (laughs) no. I can't believe you guys have survived this long as friends with all this drama, and this is what does you in.
0: (laughs) That's exactly, exactly. I'm like, this shouldn't be that big of a deal. It's very clear something weird is going on. Um, And then favorite part, it's hard. Part of me thinks it's just so funny that Titania fell in love with Bottom with a donkey head. And part of me just love so much (laughs) all of their stupid ridiculous scenes together um oh it's so hard to pick a favorite part because they're so funny and like I said like my favorite part to see on stage not I don't know about all-time favorite but like one of my top three favorite parts to see on stage is the stupid end of like when the actors are doing like their little performance at the end and it's so bad um maybe maybe that just because it's hard to pick a favorite it's all so good I mean, everything I, that happens in the forest is great.
1: Yeah. I like the whole thing, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah, jaunty two hours, basically, if you listen to it. So <laughs> it's it is. So yeah. There's really nothing you can. I mean, it's very tight, I guess.
0: <laughs> it's very tight. Jaunty is a good word for it. It is jaunty. It is jaunty. I listened to it all in one go and at normal speed. And yeah. it was only like an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. So it's a fun yeah, time. It's good. What about uh, favorite and least favorite characters?
1: See, that's tough again because I like all the characters in some way. I think they're kind of funny. (laughs) I, I guess favorite character though. I don't know. I guess I like Puck, but just that's he's so iconic. See, this is boring because I'm just saying the iconic ones. I was about to say Puck or Bottom, but I also (laughs) Bottom. I don't (laughs) think
0: anyone is picking Bottom as their favorite character.
1: He's funny. i love his oh confidence
0: my God. <laughs> i i take note of his confidence i find it absurd i don't know that i like it i'm like dude
1: you... it's he, entertaining okay He's i might be a little so biased because kevin klein plays him in um <laughs> the movies
0: <laughs> so, yeah but, so you're biased yeah that's why
1: you like bottom
0: but i like his it. name is bottom i know that's why it's so
1: funny <laughs> and he gets turned into an ass <laughs> and it's I think good it's, it's still so funny. funny too because like even afterwards and none of the characters know about what happened to him but even during the play somebody says like oh he's making an ass of himself and i'm like shaker please <laughs> <It's so funny.
0: laughs> it is so good yeah like it doesn't that really doesn't resolve like i mean there's there's also like it's funny because it's different even from other comedies because there is absolutely zero consequence for Oberon or Puck. Oh, no. Despite everything that they've effed up. Like, they actually Titania win. Titania <laughs> never... Exactly, they just straight win. Titania never holds anyone accountable or doesn't like really think about it that much Bottom doesn't really think about anything that happened. He wasn't really like surprised that he became a donkey. He wasn't really surprised when he turned back from a donkey. He was just like, oh, the servants can't won't serve me anymore. The very servants. What a bummer. Well, back to my play. And
1: like... <laughs> Zero consequences. Ser- <laughs> oh fairy servants? <laughs> I used to be berries. Okay. Anyway, bears, whatever.
0: Fairy servants. Uh, yeah. What about least favorite character?
1: Uh Hermia's dad.
0: Yes. We, there's like no other option. Yeah. Everyone else is at least interesting. Yeah. Hermia's dad is definitely He's his least main. favorite. Um yeah, I mean, honorable mention for Demetrius, because he's kind of being a bit of a dick. And I'm like, you threw over your girlfriend because you fell in love with Hermia. was and now she's still you. in love with you. Yeah, yeah. So So that was rough. I was just not a good look for Demetrius. So yeah. honorable mention, but he's not my least because he's allowed to feel however he wants. I just feel like he's probably like he would drive me crazy. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not a huge fan. Clearly immature. Yes. Um and then favorite, I mean I'm with Puck and Oberon as this, like as one, as one unit yes. of mischief. I, yes. <laughs> Has to be favorite character. But well, we wouldn't have the play without them. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. See, what did we learn from this play?
1: Uh, what did we learn? We learned, you know, let's not jump to conclusions before we start making fun of people's heights and ruining yeah. lifelong yeah. friendships over two yeah, boys let's not jump to
0: conclusions over boy no is worth that no boy kick, yes. em, kick them, kick him both to the curb if they're getting in the way oh my goodness <laughs> you
1: guys are besties come on <laughs> come
0: on uh if you if you are following this guy around and he's being a dick to you uh and he's so clearly not interested like, I know it's hard, girl, but, like, there's oh, better, there are better boys out there. So That true. one's a hard one. But, like, okay, I get having, like, unrequited crush. Like, that's pretty normal. But if he's, like, actively being a dick and telling <laughs> you to go away, honey, yeah. you are this close to a restraining order. Just, you'll be so much better off. Trust me, he doesn't deserve you anyways. Just let him go.
1: Exactly couldn't have said it better yep. myself <laughs> yep um oh. what else did we learn i think we, you know if you to be in a situation where the queen of the fairies wants to have sex with you and also is giving you servants just roll with it don't ask questions that was actually that's exactly
0: what my next point was too <laughs> That was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> don't. Yeah, I mean, that's the lesson we really learned is don't look a gift ass in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a gift horse. <laughs> very good. <sighs> oh, okay, yeah. What about favorite quotes?
1: Okay, there are some really iconic and very good quotes in this one. Like, I don't know if this is a spoiler. I'm guessing you probably didn't pick it, but just can- this isn't mine. But, like, this is the play that The Course of True Love Never Did Run Smooth is from. So... Talk about iconicism.
0: It is but iconic,
1: yeah. I think mine is, love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind, and therefore is winged Cupid painted blind. I think that's so good. That is so good.
0: Another iconic one, it's not my favorite, but an iconic one, is Lord, what fools these mortals be?
1: Yes. Because okay. it's just true. Lord, what fools these mortals be?
0: <laughs> See, I forgot to pick a quote, so I'm trying to like look through quotes right now because I'm the worst. I was too busy Sparks noting people's names and then mixing them up anyways.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Also, I saw a thing about in one of the lines, they say something about like apple in your eye. And I was wondering if Shakespeare made up apple of my eye.
0: He made up so much because he very well might have. Yeah, you should look it up. I found my quote also, so I'll read my quote while you look it up. This is one that's just so, so well put and sleep that sometimes shuts up Sar's eye, steal me a while from mine own company. Which, Ooh, I feel good. like I love being asleep, and I, I can't quite pinpoint what it is I like so much about being asleep, but I think it's this that I'm like not even like keeping company with myself. I'm like off so my brain is like not even in my own body anymore when I'm asleep. It's so nice. It's like it's like the ultimate introvert. Like I don't even have to be kept company by my by my own person when I'm asleep, and it is amazing. <laughs> so peaceful. <laughs> it's good. And then of course the though she be but little she be fierce or whatever. It's, oh yes, that's a good one too. Very, How can very. You, good. Every short girl is like. Yeah, hooray! I'm fierce and little! I'm an acorn! I'm an acorn! I'm a less than minimum <laughs> thing! I'm a fierce little acorn! I want that on a shirt, so we all like it, but we're not original for liking it, but I don't care.
1: Hermie is a short queen uh, representative. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Did we find out, did he make up apple Okay, I couldn't minor? fully
1: find out just in this Time I was looking it up. Yeah, we'll red pen point it, and I'll just bring it up next time.
0: Oh, pinkies up! How many pinkies up would you give this book? Or uh, play
1: for me. I'm giving this one five pinkies up because I love it. I've read it many times and it never fails.
0: I'm gonna shock you. I'm gonna give this four point five pinkies <gasps> up.
1: Whoa, that's a lot. I
0: thought you were like that. Yeah, look at because that. Because it's I. I mean, I love comedy. Oh yeah. So. It's, it's, it was any, if I was going to give any Shakespeare play a high score, it was going to be this one. So yeah, of course it got a high score
1: for sure. I just love the
0: absurdity. I'm a huge fan of completely ridiculous things. (laughs) It's ridiculous. If you guys want to keep up with us during the week, you can certainly do that. We are on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook at That Pretentious Book Club. If you guys have some book recommendations you want to send over, we got an email this week actually from someone with more book recs. So thank you for sending that over. I think your name, I want to say your email name was Skippy Smith which was delightful to see in our inbox. So thank you for your recommendations. (laughs) Uh, I replied there. Um, But if you guys wanna email us, same if you have like book suggestions or if you just wanna talk about books, you can DM us or email us at contact at storysirenstudio.com. Our website is storysirenstudio.com. That's where you can go to learn more about the pod. Our episodes are up there. They're not always up to date, but they're up there as well if you wanted to see them online for some reason. And probably like most coolest of the website is that we've got a bunch of really cool merch. So you guys can go check that out if you wanna support us. There. Uh, you can also if you want to support us go to patreon at StorySirenStudio.com. there's multiple tiers you can join uh each tier has uh gives you access to different exclusive content like bonus episodes video episodes because we record videos for most of our episodes these days and those are up there just for our patreon peeps plus exclusive merch which is kind of cool so you guys want to support us you can go there and do that i think that's everything we've got for you so until next week keep your teacups full
1: your pinkies high and your book club Attention!